in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the Tech Today podcast powered by CEO Raider. It's your host, John Mayetta. This episode is going to be a bit of a throwback to when the podcast was named the CEO Raider podcast, when we focus exclusively on corporate governance, capital markets related items, less so on technology. And today, sort of the opposite is true. We're probably 80% technology, 20% corporate governance, CEO content. So hearkening back to the corporate governance, CEO related content for this episode, as we cover WeWork or the We Company as they're known today. And we covered the company in an episode several weeks ago where we critiqued the business model. If you recall, the business model is one where we work leases property from owners, so long-term leases. And I haven't seen a, a filing from them, uh, but I assume those long-term leases are five, seven, ten years type leases. I'm not sure what the average lease duration is. And then they turn around and they sublet the property to startups, mid-tier companies, some larger companies like Amazon. WeWork has said that 40% of their leases are long-term, but they define long-term as longer than a year. So even if 100% of their leases were quote-unquote long-term, it could still be that 100% of their leases have a duration that's substantially less than what they lease the property for. So in commercial real estate, if you lease a property for, let's say, five years, ideally, if, if your business model is to sublet property, you want to sublet it for five years. You want to match lease durations to mitigate that risk of having a payment going out, but revenue not coming in, in the form of your subletted lease. So they, they don't match lease durations. So right away, to me, that excludes we work as a company that any smart institutional investor would ever take a look at. It's just a bad risk-reward. Then you, you, you couple the poor business model with the fact that the Wall Street Journal reported that co-founder CEO Adam Newman has sold at least $700 million worth of stock ahead of the IPO. That's how the Wall Street Journal and other news wire services are, are reporting this $700 million of equity sales by Newman. To me, it's going to be a small miracle if an IPO gets done. Number one, because of the business model. Number two, it's just, I've, I've never seen anything like this. Typically, if you've got a founder who, let's say, founder, uh, Mr. Founder founded a company, it's been his only source of income. All of his equity is tied up in the company. He's been running the company for 30 years, and he wants to take a little bit off the table to diversify. So let's say maybe the founder has $100 million worth of stock, and he wants to sell $10 million on the IPO. Investors wouldn't be thrilled about that. We don't want to see founders selling on the IPO. At least wait till the lockup expires and maybe sell a little, diversify a little bit off of the lockup. Because you, the founder, and the company, you're asking us to buy while you're selling. If it's a scenario that I just articulated, Fine, I could stomach it within reason. Every case is a little bit different, but if the founder is going to take you know, a, a little bit, a single-digit percentage off the table, single-digit percentages, fine. I'd still rather that's not the case. I'm still going to grill the CEO about it, but fine, I could probably live with it. But in this case, we have a CEO that sold $700 million ahead of the IPO. It just tells you the person doesn't believe in the business. I don't care if the guy Newman's got a net worth of $20 billion, and it's on paper, and if that's what his WeWork holdings imply, I, I, I don't believe it because I think WeWork's valuation, the last one I saw was $47-ish billion. It's a commercial real estate company. It's not a technology company. I don't care how the company spins it, but it's a commercial real estate company. So his paper net worth is, at least as far as his WeWork holding, is, is inflated. But even if you told me the WeWork holding, you know, the $700 million represented a small fraction of, of his net worth, I would still have a problem with it because you don't need to liquidate $700 million to diversify. 
to build a cushion for you and your family. It's an enormous amount of money. So I look at this deal and I just don't think a deal gets done. I think SoftBank were fools for putting money in. I think the last tranche they put in was $10 billion. I'm not sure how they put how much they've put in in the aggregate. But the valuations that SoftBank has been investing in with Uber and WeWork, they clearly don't know what they're doing. They clearly are not valuation sensitive. In this WeWork thing, I'm not sure how they get out of this. Because if you hit a, and there are signs of the commercial real estate market is softening a little bit, but if you hit any kind of recession, the company goes to zero. There's a real risk that it goes to zero, given that you've mismatched your, your lease durations. So if, if this has any chance of going out, at, at a minimum, you've got to have one of the other co-founders step in as, as CEO. But you know, again, the, the, I don't know how you get around the issue that the core business is one where lease durations aren't appropriately matched. And I'm not sure which investors would be willing to, to, to stomach that. So just an ugly, ugly story, one that I've never seen before. This is sort of unprecedented. And I hope this thing doesn't price because it sounds like it's a disaster in the making. It's all for now. See you next time.